podcast. My name is Roland, and I am the 20-Minute Runner. Thanks for joining me as I run and race through the Piedmont region of North Carolina and beyond, practicing the Chi running method. And as always, thanks for sharing some of the road with me. I'll be careful. Bye. I'll be right back. Good morning. Uh, today is March the 28th, 2016, Monday morning. It is about 10.35 in the morning. I'm actually taking the week off. Um, been a busy season for me as a chaplain, you can imagine. Uh, Lent, and then of course Easter was yesterday. And uh, as we've gotten that behind us, we are uh, beginning uh, a season where it's not quite so busy. And so I'm taking off today and going to be off this week. And uh, then we'll be getting back to work. And I'm waiting for my watch to sink. I believe it's just about synced. It has. Start. And I need to change it. From pace distance to time. And it also gives the calories as well. The Garmin 10 is what I'm using. But as I said, today is uh, 28th of March, 2016. Monday, about 10.35, 10.40, maybe. Um, beautiful, beautiful day. We had rain last night and uh, got a good bit of rain. I don't know how much we had, but reasonable amount. It was actually when I got uh, ready to walk Mickey, our dog, out for the final time about 10 o'clock last night. I had to wait closer to 10.30 and it was still raining but uh, we got out but it was lighter and we picked up quite a bit of rain so we're thankful for that but this morning okay this morning we are uh, have clear skies and I mean absolutely clear absolutely no rain no clouds beautiful blue skies much like the Carolina blue of uh, University of North Carolina which incidentally are going to the final four yay will they 
beat Syracuse. They've already beaten them twice. And they should beat them. But I don't know if they will. But uh, Tar Heels have as good a chance as any, I think, of winning the national championship. I don't know if they'll do that, but we'll certainly be watching. But anyway, good to have you along. I appreciate you tuning in. Just getting started running. So, wee bit winded coming up the hill uh, from my driveway to the stop sign. So bear with me. But uh, we're moving. It is almost 66 degrees. Bright sunshine. Clouds were heavier this morning, but uh, they're lightened up now. As I said, no clouds. Sun's out full force. Feels good. A little bit of a breeze. And as always, seems like there's always a breeze. You might be getting some wind noise. That will eventually change, but it's going to be a while. Because the direction I'm running will be heading that way for uh, quite a few minutes. Mike and Cindy live on the corner near a stop sign into my street. He's got two dogs. One of them is a little bigger. Uh, they're both sort of a camel, brownish color. And uh, the little one looks like a, a Datsun mix. The other one is sort of a mixed breed. Probably three times as big. And they bark. And the little one barks when I walk by or run by, as you just heard. And uh, I commented to Mike, who lives there, about the dogs. And uh, I said, wow, uh, that little one's really, uh, he's a barker, isn't he? And Mike said, yeah, but he said the only reason he does that is because he's got the other one to back him up. <laughs> I thought that was neat, the way he put that. All right, we are climbing the first, well, couple of yeah, significant hills. We're not going down behind my house. Even though I've been running those hills every time I run, we're not doing that today because, uh, I just don't want to do them today. <laughs> it's hotter. And I'm trying to record. I was going to get up this morning early to run. And uh, decided no. I think I'm just going to go a little bit later in the morning because of the fact that uh, I'm off of work this week. And uh, now I'll get up and run early. No doubt a couple mornings this week, as I always do. But I thought, no, I'm gonna get up and eat my breakfast. I just sort of mess around a little bit and then wait and go running, which is what we're doing. Let me just very quickly tell you 
what we're doing today, what we've been doing, and uh, what we hope to be doing here fairly soon. By the way, welcome to episode 106 of the 20 Minute Runner podcast. My phone is ringing. Should I answer it? Should we take the A train? Yeah. I don't believe I can answer that right now. A little trouble to get it out. Plus, I'm going up the second hill I referred to. Um, but uh, today is the first time that we will um, be running the ratio we're running today. And basically, walk one minute, run six minutes for seven, do that four times for 28, and walk a minute, and run a minute, and that'll give me 25 minutes. We'll do that today. We'll do it two more times this week. Do it a fourth time. And then we will probably cut the next run, or push the next runs after that to, what, maybe 27, 28 minutes running to three minutes walking. And so that's where we are. I finished the walk one, run four, did that four times, and now we are doing the one six ratio, which I mentioned. We're still cresting second hill, just about where we need to be. So one, six and seven, is that right? 7.45, so I have overshot myself by uh, 45 seconds. So we're now walking again. But anyway, a little warm out here, and I'm sure that uh, that has an impact on the running as well. As I said, stunning sky. Absolutely, totally light Carolina blue. Not even a wisp of a cloud to be seen. Okay, 7.45. So, if I walked 8.45, 6 and 1 is 7, and that's 14. So that means I need to run to 14. This is a little more uh, gymnastics in my mind than I'm used to. So basically, 7 and then 14, we're running again. So at 14, we'll stop, walk a minute, run again for 6. Is that right? Should be right. So 4, 5, that's correct. But how are you doing? I hope things are going well for you. It's been going well for me. The running continues obviously and uh, continue to feel good slowly working my way back up in 
if you remember from last episode 105 uh, three weeks maybe ago I was sick again I told you about the Rosef and bothering my girt and all that that seems to be behind us but I have had an issue with the reflux but that seems to be improving quite a bit I did stop taking the oil caplets, the uh, flax fish oil barrage. I don't know if that was making me a little nauseous, but I've had some trouble with nausea and uh, some reflux. But last three, four days maybe, significantly better. I don't know if I'll try to take a plain flax seed, which I did before. And I don't know if the oil bothers me, but uh, we stopped it for now. But we're still doing the rest of the supplements that we uh, spoke about. So, good to have you along for this episode. And as we continue running, I uh, have a couple things I want to share with you today. As you know, we're should know by now. I do practice the chi running method, which even now I am consciously working on that. Uh, level the pelvis, lean ever so slightly from the ankles. Actually, it's not enough that looking, I don't know if you visibly notice, but it keeps your feet underneath you. Maybe even slightly behind you, flat-footed, rapid foot turnover, knees bent just a bit, running from the hips, letting the spine twist uh, in a natural motion, and very relaxed, neck extended from the crown of the head up, like there's a string that is connected down my spine front of my uh, belly button, pulling the level, hip level, straightening the spine, lengthening the neck, bending the knees, leaning ever so slightly, not picking up my feet, my knees rather real high, but just so high. And uh, we're working on that. But uh, one of the things I did want to mention is there was an article published by Harvard that basically, uh, to me, reiterates the flat foot running, soft landing, rapid turnover. The articles uh, I ran across it recently. So what I want to do right here is pause and uh, let's read the article. I think it speaks for itself. And uh, after that, we'll throw on some music. And I got a couple of other things that I want to cover today as well. So let me read that article. And then after the music, I'll be back. You are listening to episode 106 of the 20-Minute Runner podcast. This is the article from the Harvard 
Gazette, February 23rd, 2016, Where Runners Go Wrong, by Alvin Powell, Harvard staff writer. As evidence has mounted that distance running is not just a natural human activity enjoyed by millions, but one that played a key role in evolution, a puzzle has emerged. Why, if humans are so well adapted to running long distances, do runners get hurt so often? A study out of Harvard Medical School and the National Running Center at Harvard-affiliated Spalding Rehabilitation Hospital provides a puzzle piece linking injury to the pounding runner's bones taken with each step. The work, led by Professor of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation Irene Davis, found that a group of runners who had never been hurt landed each footfall more softly than a group who had been injured badly enough to seek medical attention. Statistics on such injuries vary, but somewhere between 30% and 75% of runners are hurt annually, a number that has led researchers to investigate a wide array of possible explanations from modern running shoes to stretching, frequency running, weight, biomechanical misalignment, and muscle imbalance. A 2012 Harvard study, for example, zeroed in on injury rates among track and cross-country athletes who landed on the forefoot versus the heel. Researchers led by Daniel Lieberman, the Edward M. Lerner II Professor of Biological Sciences and Chair of the Harvard Department of Human Evolutionary Biology, were probing the idea that before the advent of cushioned running shoes, most runners landed on the ball of the foot because landing on the heel would be too painful. Landing on the forefoot allows the foot and ankle to absorb some of the landing shock, an impact that today's running shoes can't completely erase for those who land on their heels. With most runners being heel strikers today, the added shock multiplied over thousands of footsteps could explain high injury rates. The 2012 study added fuel to the debate, finding a 2 to 1 difference in repetitive stress injuries between heel and forefoot strikers. Davis research focused on heel strikers exclusively since they make up most of today's runners and examined a cohort seldom studied, partly because they're pretty rare, those who have never been injured. We can learn a lot from that group, Davis said. What are they doing right? Davis and colleagues recruited 249 female recreational athletes who each ran at least 20 miles a week. They investigated the participants' strides by having them run over a force plate that recorded the impact of each step. The runners agreed to respond to a monthly online questionnaire that detailed injuries over two years. With the results in, researchers first examined reports from the 144 who experienced a mild injury and the 105 who didn't, finding little difference between the two large groups. Then they examined the smaller groups at the two extremes of the spectrum, those who had been injured seriously enough to seek medical attention and those who not only went uninjured during the course of the study, but who reported never having been injured. 
Significant differences emerged between the two groups in a variable called vertical average loading rate, which was highest in the seriously injured runners and lowest in the uninjured group. Vertical average loading rate, however, doesn't measure the absolute peak force the body feels, which did not seem to make a difference. What did, Davis said, was suddenness of impact, where softer landers were better off. Davis said it is akin to the difference between jumping from a height and landing stiff-legged versus allowing ankles, knees, and hips to flex. The key action happens over a vanishingly small amount of time, Davis said. During a typical running stride, the foot is in contact with the ground for just about a quarter of a second. The fraction that made the difference between the two groups was only 50 milliseconds. Even so, when repeated thousands of times, that small difference can take a toll, Davis said. The difference can be visible. One never injured multi-marathoner stride was so smooth, Davis said, she ran like an insect over water. Weight was not a factor, with heavy runners among the light-footed and lighter runners among the stompers. The takeaway is that a softer footfall appears to reduce the likelihood of injury. Previous studies show that one potential approach for runners trying to cut the chances of injury is to adopt an impact-absorbing forefoot strike, which Davis herself, a barefoot runner, uses. But even the committed heel striker can learn from the gliders, Davis said. For one, their soft landing steps tend to be very quiet. Runners should take out the earbuds and pay attention to the sound of their footsteps. If you land louder, it's harder, Davis said. It's work, but you can make your foot strikes softer.
So as you can tell by the article, the it wasn't about chi running, but certainly a couple of elements it does support. The quiet running, which if you listen, you can barely hear my feet, and the rapid turnover, where it spoke about the feet only being on the ground, such a small time. Okay, 14.13, we need to start running at 15.13. And uh, then we run through 21. That's correct. But anyway, it verifies that quite a bit. And uh, so I thought I'd share that with you. In case you're wondering, hey, is there really any validity to this chi running, Roland, that you speak about so often and I think based on what we just heard at least to me the answer would be yes incidentally I have not had any issues while I'm running uh, as I've started back now for several weeks within two weeks maybe we'll be running 30 minutes by the time you tune in for episode 107 we should be running uh, 30 minutes, I would think, without any walking. And um, we'll look forward to that. And I'm going to turn around here, start running. Just did get to Hasty School Road. Didn't get on it. Just got to it and turned around. But there are a couple things I want to mention, too, today. Uh, I didn't want to just talk about the article and that research. By the way, if you go to uh, the article, I will put a link to that in the show notes. And if you'll go to that article, uh, to the page it's on, down at the bottom, it says similar articles or related articles or something like that. You can actually click on, there were two or three more that sort of went along the same lines. So it might be worth checking out, but go to the show notes. For episode 106 you can find that and it will be worth looking at and perusing the other articles that are related but something I did want to talk about today if you will bear with me is uh, coach Jeff he uh, over at coachjeff.com.au coach Jeff has been dealing with some difficulties lately with employment uh, and if you want to know about that I would encourage you to go and check out particularly the last podcast at coachjeff.com.au but in the podcast and really in uh, some of the Facebook information at Jeff's Facebook page there was uh, a discussion about uh, sharing, and he shared this, I believe, on the episode before the most recent of his show, that uh, people, they respond to the podcast, he was referring to his show, by extension, maybe this one, and others, 
pretty said people um, respond to the podcast because he thinks that uh, they respond to it better, I should say, is if it's done from the heart and it's simply getting out and strapping on the recorder and running, which is similar to what we are doing today. And he said people will respond to that. And I just want to make a few comments about that as well. First of all, let me say I do believe that's true. As you know, this show is not a polished production. I literally strip on the recorder, clip on the recorder I should say, turn it on, get out and run, insert some music, other audio clips that I might find interesting, whether they relate to running, such as the clip of the article that I read earlier to you, or whether it's just something going on in my life, like a couple episodes ago where I visited my mother, and uh, five or six minutes of the beginning episode, beginning of the episode, was about my time with her. And um, when I first started doing the show, I thought, you know, I really need to be more polished. Uh, I'm not a professional. And I began to realize, at least this was before this go round, which thankfully many of you are tuning in again. And I appreciate that. But especially before, before we took the extended break, after episode 102, I believe, I was picking up lots and lots of listeners. And from some of the comments that I received, it became obvious that what was appealing, and Jeff touched on this, and that's why it's related, is people just want to hear what's going on in your life. We all have a story, and you know a lot about my story because I've shared it with you, and I know something about your stories because you've shared some with me, and you're not looking for a polished thing, although I do the best that I can, but you're looking more for, I think, just a fellow human being sharing a story that you can relate to in many ways and uh, as Jeff mentioned that it hit me and I thought yeah he's exactly right I go back to the advice that I received from Steve Runner over at Fidipidations when Steve said asking for advice he said Roland just be yourself. He said, be yourself. He said, don't try to impress. Don't try to be something you're not. Just be who you are. And people will respond to that. And I found that to be true. Now, I don't say that to brag or boast. I really don't. But I say that basically to let you know what my philosophy is of the show is and why I think people respond to it 
it's not the professionalism, which I am far from a professional, but I do speak to you from my heart. And as I've said before, it's not the official tagline, but it could be. This is a show about life that we happen to do while we're running, but it is a show about running as well that, uh, you know, we do include running information at times, such as, let's see, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, that's right, such as uh, the clip we played earlier. So I say that to say this. Number one, thanks Jeff for identifying that. And as you mentioned in your last episode, where you said that uh, you uh, had gotten a lot of feedback that people responded to, they like it when you just put on the recorder and simply record your thoughts. Uh, in a way, maybe you've had more response to that than some of the interviews you've done. Uh, actually, Jeff interviewed me a couple of times. And not that people don't respond to that, but people just want a connection. And Jeff definitely does that. Do I? Well, if I do, it's not because of any talent or anything that I've got, because it's minimum. But if I do, it's because you, as a listener, can identify with a part of my story, because in some ways it's your story. For instance, when I talk about a death in the family, when I talk about illness, when I talk about family celebrations, and perhaps even include some audio of those, I believe you can identify with that. Now, if this show stopped being a running podcast, most of you probably would stop listening. And it is a running show. But, as I said, it's also a show about my life. And I think for an upcoming episode, not right now, of course, but I think one of the things I'm going to address for the majority of a show, in the next several shows at least, one of those I will... I do want to, and I've been thinking about it, talking about how to leave a legacy for your family. And this podcast is just one way because it addresses my life as well as running. But I've got things on there, clips of my stepdad, who's been dead five years, for instance, clips of my mom when she was uh, doing much better. Other things like that, that are meaningful to me, and it's leaving a legacy for my family for the years to come, and I'll talk more about that in a later episode. Alright, we have just climbed the last hill, real hill we're going to climb. A little warm out here, probably 70 bright sunshine. A few little clouds now scattering, but not obscuring the sun at all. But I just wanted to say that, that this is a podcast about life. Running is the main point, but 
I guess in a way I'm doing this for me, for my family, just as much as I do for you. Although, I definitely do it for you, the listener, because you're what keeps me going. And your responses are what keep me going. And I appreciate that. Okay, got a gentleman walking here. We're moving pretty good. Morning. We are going to run about two more minutes. And then walk a minute. And run one more. And that will give us at least a four. 24. Another minute will be 25. So we're running 25 of 30 minutes. And we were doing, let's see, I think we were only doing 24, but we weren't running six minutes at the time. That's the major difference. So we are going to wind this one up here in three minutes. And uh, hang in there and you'll be with us. Let me remind you of how to connect with me. And I'm going to share some recent connections at the end of the run. But you can go to the uh, blog, the20minuterunner.podbean.com. There's an RSS feed top of the page on the right hand home page. There's a voicemail button, speak pipe. You can leave me up to a 90 second message. If you are using the mobile device and you have uh, set the home page on your phone, scroll all the way down to the bottom. Speak pipe button is there, the link. Click it, check your message. If you like it, send button and I will get it and I'll play it on an upcoming episode you can email me at the 20 minute runner at gmail.com Facebook look up Roland Cavanaugh Twitter the 20 minute runner is my handle I'm also on daily mile and uh, that feed is included on the Podbean page so you can see what my latest run was that type of thing and I also upload to Garmin Connect but I'm not sure if I have any friends there and to be honest I I do that about once a week whereas I will manually input a run or whatever on Daily Mile every day that I run but those are ways to connect with me and I would encourage you to do that And I think what I want to do is to ask you a question. If you would leave a particular message for me. With running being one of your passions, why is it such a passion for you? Why do you get out and run? Why do we do this? And if you would go, you can send me an email, but... Go to the speak pipe button, click on it, leave a message, 
check it. If it's good, send it. I believe you had to put your name and email address. And I will respond back to you. Uh, at least playing it on an upcoming episode. So would you do that? What is your reason for the passion that you have to run? Um, and include that. Okay, we just ran 9.45 for that lap, that mile, and that included some walking. I need to walk one more minute. And uh, then I want to share some feedback I've gotten with you, and that will close this show out. But again, go to the homepage. If you're on a laptop, hard uh, desktop computer, the link is on the right-hand side. I think it says something like, leave a voicemail message. It's up to 90 seconds. Or, if you are using your mobile device, you cannot do it through the uh, Podbean app. But if you'll take that page, open it on your phone, the non-mobile version, instead of it being on the right, it's going to be at the bottom. And I'd love for you to click on that. Man, I'd love to get voicemails every week. But, running is a passion of yours. Why is that? Okay, we're going to stop right here. Let's see. Save it. Run saved. New record, it says. Now, this is with this watch. Fastest mile was 9.16 today. 9.16.7, and I ran 3.07. That's the longest run on this watch. And we averaged 10.06 a mile for 3.07 miles, 31.01, and we burned 361 calories. Now, that's not a record for me all time, but it is a record for me as far as for this particular uh, Garmin. And uh, that just shows me that our fitness is improving. And this morning I was talking, and it's warmer, and we still did pretty good. Okay, those are the ways you can connect with me. One other thing I'll mention about that is if you would send a link of the 20-minute runner.podbean.com to all of your running friends, I would certainly appreciate that. Have them to download an, a uh, show or two and send me a voice message or email me, send me a tweet, whatever, and I would appreciate that. Okay, Coach Jeff, who I referenced, whom I referenced earlier, he did leave me a voicemail. As I mentioned, that's one way you can connect with me. And so I want to play the voicemail right here. So let's hear that. Hey there, Roland. It's your uh, good buddy, Coach Jeff, from uh, here down under. And, uh, man, just wanted to get in touch and say how awesome it is to have you uh, back on the air and to have, uh, you know, fresh episodes of the 20-Minute Runner podcast uh, for our ears to listen to. And, uh, man, just so proud of what you're doing, buddy. And, uh, you know, to pick it up again and get back to running and uh, clip that microphone on. Man, just absolutely love it. So keep up the great work and uh, really looking forward to uh, hearing more of the 20-Minute Runner. All right. Thank you, Jeff, for that. Very, very much. Certainly appreciate it. And then also I had a couple of emails. One from Stephen. I believe this would be Coyne, C-O-Y-N-E. Stephen lives in Valdesta, Georgia. And he said, Roland, good to have you back. Please take care of yourself. Well, Stephen... I appreciate that, and uh, good to have you as a listener. And as I've said many times, I cannot express enough how much I appreciate uh, all of you who listen. So, Stephen, 
Valdesta, Georgia. Thank you so much. And uh, you take care of yourself as well. And I am glad to be back. And I'm glad to have you as a listener. Also heard from William Mikey, M-I-A-T-K-E. I believe William is from, if I'm not mistaken, he's from down around Pinehurst. Uh, that area, it might not be Pinehurst. It might be, uh, oh, well, maybe it is, but I think it's down that way. I know it is. Anyway, uh, William, basically he said, uh, Roland caught up through episode 105. Not a fan of the unregulated manufactured supplements. Uh, am a star of cultured, unpasteurized home remedies. So I think what Mike, uh, excuse me, what William is saying is that while he certainly uh, understands my use of the uh, the jogging in the jug, and you have to go back to the last episode and hear that. I might put a menu menu a recipe up for that, and I've also got another drink that I use for recovery, and I may list that as well at the blog. But I think William is saying that I agree with the vinegar, perhaps, the raw vinegar, but maybe some of the other supplements like the oil that I referenced in that episode and some other things. He's not a fan of that, and William, I understand that, and as I said earlier, I am thinking that I may go back to just strictly flaxseed oil. don't know if it'll uh, bother me or not. It might not be bothering me now, the oil, but it seems like I'm better since I stopped that. So, those are a couple of emails I got. And also, uh, Christian Heitschu, H-I-G-H-T-S-H-E-W, of Parkville, Maryland, uh, is now following me on Twitter. Uh, Christian has MS, and Christian's also a friend on Daily Mile, and basically said in the tweet or at the uh, site for Twitter, the homepage, they basically said, Christian says, I have MS, and if you are uh, have MS or if you are a runner... It's an automatic follow. So, Christian, thank you so much for that. I had a really good friend of mine who had MS for years and years, and I know some other people now that are dealing with that. I think there's some good news on the front for drugs uh, to help with that. But, Christian, uh, I know that's a hard road. And I just want you to know that, by the way, uh, I'm praying for you, and I mean that. But thank you for following me. And then also, I don't have a lot of information, but Chloe also is following me on Twitter. And then I'll mention one more thing before I get out of here, and I know we got to go. The Podbean app, which you can download from uh, the 20minuterunner.podbean.com. You can subscribe to lots of podcasts that way. It's a pod reader, podcatcher, uh, including the 20 Minute Runner. They have it for Android and also uh, Apple. So uh, you can download the app, and you can actually click like on that, or follow rather, and uh, Rich Kearns, K E. K-E-A-R-N-S is following me on the Podbean app. So, I wanted to share those with you, and those are the different ways you can connect. Uh, We had a voicemail, had some emails, had some Twitter followers and tweets, and uh, had the Podbean app. Someone even liked me, the podcast from that app, uh, Rich did, and so I appreciate that. And uh, the only thing I didn't hear a whole lot from this time was Facebook, which is interesting because Facebook is so... uh, prevalent these days, but that's okay. You can connect with me many, many ways. And if you uh, will search for me on Daily Mile, I'd love to be your friend there as well. And actually, one of the listeners we just mentioned also follows me on Daily Mile. And I'd love to connect with you in that way, too. Alright, I've already told you what we're doing, how we're doing. I am walking back to the house now, and I'm going to get me something to drink. But I want to say thank you 
so, so very, very much, and I mean that. Let me hear from you. Send me a tweet, send me an email, send me a voice message about your passion for running, and uh, we will play that on an upcoming episode. And uh, in the days to come, we will be talking about how to leave a legacy. That's one thing I want to do, and I've got some other ideas too. Folks, I'm back, I think, at least for now, for good. There's something different about me than there was when I got sick before and uh, sort of got out of it. I'm more determined this time. And uh, so we're glad to be back. We're glad to have you back. Listen, you have a great day. Have a great week. We'll be back within a couple of weeks. But until then, you take care. Uh, and as always, thanks for sharing some of the road with me. And I will talk to you later. Let me hear from you. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Hold on.